Shh. Can I just start? All right. So. <laughs> no preference. Just go right in. Okay. So. Do you mean preface? Whatever. I don't fucking care. No breakfast. Just go right in. Second breakfast? I don't know what living a balanced life feels like. When I am sad, I don't cry. I pour. When I am happy, I don't smile. I beam. When I am angry, I don't yell. I burn. The good thing about feeling in extremes is when I love, I give them wings. But perhaps that isn't such a good thing, cause they always tend to leave, and you should see me when my heart is broken. I don't grieve, I shatter. I don't feel good about any what? of that. What? Insert picture what? of a young woman facing away from the camera, looking out over a lake that's oversaturated. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know, that was a shit-faced poem by Rupi Carr? Shit-faced? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty sober. Is that her sober. last name, though? How you say it? Uh, sure. Okay. I, don't, I, don't, I honestly, I don't want to give her any, that much more respect. Fair enough. So this is more of a uh, gumbo episode of sorts, because yeah. it's Dave, Missy, and Casey. Hey, and, I, and, I like and Dave. Doing, I like doing gumbo episodes. Casey does like doing gumbo episodes, and he actually just informed me of some interesting news. Well, this is, this is a little old, because this was, like, maybe two weeks old that I learned this. Okay. But, um... The writer of the decade. The writer, mind you. Not just the poet. Not just the poet. The writer. The writer. Of the decade was Rupi Carr. I forget how this was how this came about. But this is this is just like something that popped up in my news feed. She and, wrote Milk and Honey. And The Sun and Her Flowers, I think the second one's called. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it's the white one with the sunflower on yeah. the front. Yeah. yeah. Which everybody went fucking bananas. Every over. basic white bitch loves sunflowers. I don't. So I must not be a basic white bitch. You're not. <gasps> Thanks. But I, I saw this pop up in the newsfeed, and I, I, I wish I could remember the source. But I just, I was reading the article, and I just got so mad. Mm-hmm. Like, so, more than mad, just, like, really uncomfortable. Would too. you say you were burning? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get angry. <laughs> you burn. So I had called Casey just to shoot the shit, and he told me this, and I had never read Milk and Honey, but I knew that it was such a thing. And so we were looking up some of her poems and just, like, saying them back and forth to each other on the phone. And we were hysterically laughing at how pathetic all of her poetry is. Yeah, like, because it's, it's it's, I think it's the one that kind of started that wave of insta-poetry. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, because it, it's just like the lack of effort and creativity and thought put into it. Hundred percent. It's oh, fine. You can like whatever the hell you want, sweet. but she does not deserve the title of writer of the decade. Of the, uh, out of everything that's been <laughs> written this decade, <coughs> there's so many other like, more deserving human beings. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Even non-humans. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even, like even even the fu- that poor fucking. Like, robot, the program that people subject hours and hours of bad programming to, and then it writes a script, <laughs> that's the better writer. Yeah. This isn't even writing. Like, this, to me, just feels like a very no. emo chick in, like, her 13th or 14th year with heavy black makeup on and being like, my life is a dark, dark hole. No. Like, get the fuck over yourself. It's, it's fortune cookie jerk-off bullshit. Listen to this. No. 
Our backs tell stories no books have the spine to carry. Oh, you're so clever. You're so clever. And then, and then all of her, her poetry is accompanied by, like, a little illustration like, of It's line drawing. Like, yeah. she's trying to be Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah. <laughs> Which, bitch, you're not going to. No. It's just not, it's not good. It, there's no talent, there's no nothing. And I hate poetry to begin with, but this is just a whole new level of, I hate, hate poetry. Now that we've lost everyone listening. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, not all poetry is bad. Not all yeah. poetry is that. Well. And I get, I get, there's different forms and styles. 100%. And there's different tastes to it, but this is... Either not our taste or just subjectively really bad. I was I was able to ignore it despite working in a bookstore and like and seeing the massive popularity that it garnered and seeing the like the type of person. It's also because it's so easy. It's easy. There's no. It's accessible. Yeah. Oh, you said something about how she made shallow deep or something. What did you say? Fuck! I told you to write it down. Oh, I didn't guess I had to write it down. He said something about how she does a really. Like, she tries to make, like, the shallow waters deeper than they are or something. Like, all of, like, this is all so shallow. Like, there's no deep dive into her poetry, which is the whole point of poetry is to be able to analyze it. You can't analyze it when there's nothing there other than, this is exactly what I fucking need. No, you you can't analyze it when it's the equivalent of just, like, you took magnetic poetry and then made a book out of it. Yeah, you can't analyze it if it's just a mirror inside of a puddle. Exactly. For example, loneliness is a sign you are in desperate need of yourself. Like, I just, I can't do it. Like deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Bo. Like this... I've, I've had fucking paper cuts that were deeper. <laughs> yeah. This is just pathetic. I, I'm not trying to sound like a lit snob. But this is pathetic. It's no. not. Yeah, it's embarrassing. And th- and I think, like I said, I was I saw the type of person that came into the store to buy this. I saw the demographic. I understood it, and for the most part, I found it inoffensive. Yeah, I like. I read through it, and yeah, it's awful. Yeah, it did offend me at the time, but I was able to kind of still register as inoffensive because it it was for a time just relegated to just nothing yeah specifically to teenagers yes yeah, and that's like, fine it, it had its surge in popularity as things do and then it died down and nobody cared about it for a while and then writer of the decade happened she must have blown somebody to are get you this. fucking kidding me yeah not and and not this isn't even our own opinion but a few a uh, few professors at my university also share a very similar opinion of this young woman. Really? Yeah. They, they're, she's not deep, you know, exactly the same opinion and everything that we said here. And these are people who, um, specifically, uh, my poetry professor, Mm -hmm. uh, shared exactly the same opinion and said that she is ruining the art of poetry. Because it opened up the door for people to, to replicate. And now there's just carbon copies of her garbage bullshit. Well, okay. So for example, we all know I hate T.S. Eliot with a fucking burning passion, but I read Proofrock mm-hmm. like three different times for class, and each time I got like differences like, like, from it. Yeah, Proofrock will fuck you up because right. it's a it's general gen- like the yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, you, I'm oh. tired. Jesus Christ, I'm hitting the mic. I'm so tired. <laughs> but it's it's legitimate talent. That's and that's it, the power it put of into poetry. it. Yeah, it's effort. Right. It's yes. and it's genuine. 
It's it's yes. giving uh, a, a self-determined word count mm-hmm. of trying to portray a certain environment or a mood or some type of tone. And yeah. it allows room for other people to find their own interpretations yeah. in it. Yeah. Whereas with Ruby... No, uh, with, her, she... with her shit, there's only the one thing you're supposed to get from it, and that's what she spoon-feeds you. Right, exactly, with exactly. A, it's spoon feeding with a pitcher next to it too. So Usually, it's like spoon yeah. fed, <laughs> and this is the imagery. This is the meaning. Right. This is it. This so is you don't all... have to do any fucking work in order to understand this. No, which is bullshit. And you barely have to read it because it's usually a sentence. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So she is water, soft enough to offer life, tough enough to drown it away. Like what I just. What the fuck does that mean? I, we're supposed to know what it means because it's spoon feeding us. Like she's tough to, she, enough to drown it away. Yeah, because if you drown in water, if the water, if the waves are too tough, you're not gonna make it. Life. If life is too tough, you're not gonna make it, and you're gonna fucking die. But if you, you know, need water because you're fucking dying of thirst, it's soft enough to give you life. Can't you? What see? if it? What about hard water? <laughs> that happens. You get hard water stains. What about liquid water? Question. <laughs> it's all liquid. <laughs> so let's let's veer away from the negative because we've kind of dwelled There's on the no negative. There's no positive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's literally no positive. Let's let's like, move like away if, from the if negative. Anything, if anything, the only positive is that you can look at other forms of poetry. You can look at, you know, the, the, the quote-unquote classics and, like, have a much better appreciation for it. Um, who do you think would be more deserving of this title? Yeah, one more, one more. Okay, so the picture is... No comment. The picture is (laughs) this hand, like this woman's hand, kind of like reaching out and being like, oh, and the poem is, stay, I whispered, as you shut the door behind you. Like, fucking mic drop. Like, oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. I want to fucking strangle her. Like, this is just terrible. Ugh. Okay. Anyway. So, like, you you don't think, and I'm I'm in agreement with you that she deserved to be uh, titled Writer of the Year. She doesn't deserve no. that. Writer of the decade. She, she doesn't deserve New York Times bestselling author. She doesn't really even deserve the term author or poet. Yeah. Who do you think would be more deserving of that title? Colleen Hoover. But honestly, like, probably um, not. Um, I don't think I am educated um, enough in recent well, authors Let to, me check. <coughs> to um, make that... Um, oh. that, that kind of decision? Yeah. Thank um, you. I couldn't figure out that word. Yeah, but it's definitely not her. Well... Let's just take a look at the twenty top novels of the decade. <laughs> well, like my 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 first thought is to go to because I'm currently reading one of his series now is uh, the Norwegian author Carl of Nosgard, and uh, his his big his big series is My Struggle, but that's mostly in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Uh, what he wrote for the most recent decade was his. Uh, seasonal quartet which is like the four books that he wrote uh during like while he was waiting for his fourth child to be born oh okay so one that's of them, cool yeah that's really cool one of them is or like two of them really are a series of letters explaining things in the world 
and just like interesting thoughts and ideas about those ideas mm-hmm. like he just like one <coughs> and then what was the other one? Oh, Colson Whitehead yeah because yeah. and, and if N- Nickel okay. Boys was a tough read Whew. um if you were looking at something uh for the author to be more popular because mm-hmm. that obviously um uh, milk and honey was right. huge like but i'm not looking at popular i'm looking at oh subjectively good <laughs> but if we're talent. if we're judging this the way the oscars were to judge it <laughs> colson whitehead it would, would be a good contender no, it wouldn't be colson whitehead because a it's a black guy and b it's not like something relatable for the old white oscar voters to like the, well i'm that's what i'm saying or maybe they would like make popularity him because he's black though. exactly like a green book scenario yeah, yeah. So that could that Fucking be the reason why they picked um, uh, milk and honey because it, it was popular uh, uh, and accessible and yeah well that that's that's the, the what's what the article said it wasn't like the article even outright said she wasn't chosen because of talent she was chosen because of she of the way she reached an audience of the way she knew how to generate an audience and she should be despised with herself right? yeah. No, she's she's raking in fucking money, man. Okay, yeah, she but, don't care. But, uh, okay, but like <laughs> yeah. what? Like this one, for example, I don't understand. Please explain it to me. No. Locked. I glimpsed you in the distance, sparkling through coffee cups, the green and white haze of a Starbucks. I reached out to pull you towards uh, me, but you were a toilet door locked with a code. Uh, I legitimately feel nauseous. What like, does that mean? I feel like it's talking about her book. <laughs> Because oh, no. the code is the money you have to pay to purchase it. Stop and, trying to read deeper into this. There's no deeper meaning. And the toilet is the book. You can't ever ship on Gertrude Stein. Yes, I fucking <laughs> I can. can. No, she is yes, fantastic. What? Okay, what's the difference, though? Seriously, what's the difference between Gertrude Stein and Rupi Carr? The difference is the fact that she deconstructed the the traditional sentence into something that is beautiful and abstract, yeah. just like Picasso did. So, there you go, mic drop. I have to say nothing. Okay, less. so no, talent <laughs> there, even though like she, they still have the same amount of lines. There's so much more in Stein than there is in Carr. Hundred percent. I will say I agree Absolutely. with you on that, even though I hate Gertrude Stein because <laughs> fuck her, a rose is a rose is a rose is a rose is a rose. Fuck you, bitch. I hate poetry, guys. I but hate it. I will say Wine that harder. that exact line, <laughs> that exact line of "rose is a rose is a rose" is exactly the same exact thing, but done more eloquently and more creatively than what she is doing, where she's beating around the bush to the point where it's obnoxious. It's not even beating around the bush. There is no bush. But she wants there to you, be a bush. You barely have roots. But she wants there to be a bush. She thinks she's so creative in saying all this that, like, she's planting these little seeds, but she's not. No, it's actually just jelly beans. Jelly beans are... She's just planting jelly beans. It's just really expensive jelly beans. (laughs) Like, right out in the open, being like, hey, here's one right right here. Yeah. Ooh, they're Bordies and Bots jelly beans, you know, the ones that taste like fucking vomit? Yeah. From Harry Potter. Oh. Yeah, they sell them at the store. Sure. Yeah, boardies and bots. They're a little one. There's I like boogers and anything Harry Potter. Okay, Harry Potter's garbage. Or, All right, like, enough. No, Harry Potter's garbage. She was more deserving of writer of the decade than she and then Rupi. 
Um, she encouraged an entire generation of children to read, and they are still strong readers. Yeah, but people yeah. who love and read this type of shit are not uh, that, readers. No, that's what I'm saying. J.K. Rowling was more deserving uh, of that <coughs> for I, her writing. No, Fuck J.K. Rowling. I feel like she <laughs> crippled a lot of people in terms of reading. Because, I disagree. Because Harry, po- Harry Potter is such a, like, such a, so devoid of anything substantial that people desperately inject what they want. They I disagree. Di- no. I, I also disagree. That's yeah. fine. You're wrong. It is a very good modern retelling of uh, a hero's journey. Yeah, it is. It may not be your style, and that's perfectly fine, too. And J.K. Rowling may be a total colossal bitch nowadays. But, no, she always was. Okay, but my point being, <laughs> there's so much in those books, and there's so much symbolism. And there's yeah. so, so many connections, so much into the characters. I mean, why do you think everybody freaked the fuck out when Snape died? He yeah. was supposed oh, to be one of the bad no, guys. Spoilers. He was a shithead. Spoilers? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, Are you no. kidding me? No, Snape was, Snape was like a fucking incel. No, and I agree. No. I fuck Snape. He I thought a, he was fine. He was, he, was a, he was a bitch incel. He was fine. You have to listen. He cared more about what actually happened to Harry than Dumbledore did. Because no, it, Because of Lily. Because of love. He had a weird crush on Harry's dead mom. Yeah. <laughs> he always loved her. Yeah, but... You do fucking crazy shit for love! But he didn't give a shit about Harry. He said, don't kill Lily. Yeah. I don't give a shit about what happens to James. I don't give a fuck what happens to Harry. Don't touch the, the woman I love. Because right, if you kill he... off her husband, <laughs> I can slip into her DMs. But then don't you remember Don't you remember when Harry was figuring all of this out and he had said, you're basically raising Harry for a pig for slaughter. That's not cool. What are you doing? He had a moment of clarity. Yeah. Over an overarching period of being a sh- piece of shit human being yeah, and like a piece a of shit teacher. He was a spy. He was a spy. He had to pretend to be a piece but of shit. But why did he have to be a piece of shit to everybody? Because he was also <laughs> still hurt over the fact that he didn't get the love of his life. He lost her and he was bullied. He was 35 in the books. He should just get the fuck over it. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you just get the fuck over everything that happens to you in life? As an adult... You no. should be able to put it on the no, back burner. No, <laughs> he absolutely could have, because what was the thing Dumbledore did where he, uh... The pensive? Yeah, he took yeah. shit out, he took memories out. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you lose the memory, it means that you're saving them so that you can go back and see what the fuck they are. Learn your goddamn shit before you try and Okay, I, don't care I just finished, it. it's not important. Listen to Potterless. No. It is fantastic. I'm not doing it. It is a re- you, it, he reads the books, and he goes through each chapter talking about it. And you can hold your own opinions, but it's a, it's a good revisit after a long time without having to physically reread the books. I, I read the first five, and it's just... It, well, you missed awful. the best one. I doubt it. The sixth one was the best one. I doubt it. The sixth one was the best one. There was, it was a shit ton of stuff going on in that. You could throw away the rest of the series. The sixth and seventh books were the best. Here's the thing, though, um, going back to (laughs) the whole thing with with Ruby Carr. Um, What bothers me is her idea of feminism, because that is such a, a huge topic nowadays. And the feminism that most people talk about is bullshit, whereas the old feminism is what actually fucking matters. The idea of equality and freedom. Whereas people nowadays will think that, quote from a show, all penetration under the patriarchy is rape. 
fuck you, first of all, because I'm sorry, but if you're by yourself and you're penetrating yourself, you cannot be raping yourself. You can't. I'm I'm legitimately like pissed off over this shit. You know what? Sometimes I don't want my own fingers in my own butthole, but sometimes it happens. Then I think you need to go talk to somebody about my, that. My hand might be possessed. It might be. You never what, fucking know. What if you're alone at home, slightly intoxicated to the point where you're not exactly able to give yourself consent, and your hand just starts going at you're it? You're by yourself. You're by yourself. But what if your hand just starts going at it like you were sitting on it, it's numb, and then all of a sudden... Then it's your subconscious. That's a stranger, Dave. Okay, but okay, Stranger look danger. Look at that. What the yeah. fuck? So Why are of, teenagers buying that? One of her poems... One of the illustrations is a woman with her legs spread open. Oh, and the, the poem's her... The, the poem beaver. is her vagina. It's her beaver. Mm-hmm. And it says, You have been taught your legs are a pit stop for men that need a place to rest a vacant body empty enough for guests, but no one ever comes and is willing to stay. Listen, man. I think that... No, I think that they, they do come. I was going to say hopefully, but then it's kind of sound wrong. No, men men can 100% fake orgasm. Yeah, they can, but that's not fair, because you're taking that away from us. Doing the the dry cummies. Ew, ew, don't ever say cummies again, ever, ever in your life. It sounds like you put um, gummy bears inside the oven. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Dry roasted cummies. But, like, the point of feminism is not to be, like, men are these terrible pigs who don't deserve anything. Men... You good over there? Well, now I'm laughing even harder because as I snorted it, you said pigs. For God's sake. This is what I deal with. And Dave's got cummies on the brain. Ew. <laughs> Does that hurt your voice when you snort? No, it's all upper nasal. It's oh fine. Oh my God. Okay. But like, she is, she's basically saying like, feminism is this shithole of let's just shit on men all the time. Let's hate men. All the time. Yeah, women are men. better than men. Empower women. Okay, cool. Empower women, but that's not the point of feminism, guys. That's not no, the point. No, and she's I've, basically saying to her audience, this is what it is. I've, and sat, we are just, I've oh. sat in conversation with you and several others, all of you feminists, and you've all turned and go, yeah, fucking men, fuck men, and looked at me. Yeah, I hate <laughs> like men it, Like sometimes. it was my fucking fault. I fucking hate men sometimes. I hate men all the time. And I hate women sometimes because they're fucking bitches. I, and hate, I hate everybody. Exactly, we hate everybody, but that's not the point of feminism, is my point and what I'm trying to say. And she is making it so she that this is the point. And that's what yeah. I don't like. That is her, quote, talent. I need a, I need a, like, a fucking You're angry. chill pill You're right very now. angry today. I don't know why. Where's your tiger? I'm holding him. She's, oh, you're not very well. You're crushing, crushing it. <laughs> I'm holding You're him. overpowering it. Whatever. Don't kill he my tiger. It. We are all he does not born. like it. <laughs> Did he ask for he it? He does not like it. Oh my god. We are all born so beautiful. The greatest tragedy is being convinced we are not. Like, oh, you're so deep and profound. Get the fuck out of here. So, alright. I'm trying. I'm still trying to steer this to a little bit more of a less of a, a complete and total shit, shit on uh, this <laughs> fest. That's what gumbos are. What? What was the uh, poet that you were talking about earlier? Who who is oh, no, who is I she? Oh, like that one. Okay. Yeah, let's let's that. let's uh let's put a positive turn on this because I haven't heard any of her poetry, so this will be something new for me, and I don't know if Casey's heard any of her poetry. So um, I think Casey has heard some of her poetry because I sent it to him because did you? I think I did because I okay I hate poetry a lot. It's true. It's it's very and yet true. you have like the, the most. 
the entire time yeah. we were in 20th century poetry and drama, you were bitching. I'm sure I was. I don't even remember what we read in there. What did we read? Poetry. Uh, poetry and oh, drama from the 20th didn't century. We, didn't we fucking read that, <laughs> that black bird <laughs> one? <laughs> the 13 birds yes. or something? Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking stupid. Yeah. I hated that one. I don't even remember what the fuck it was about. <laughs> okay, alright, look. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I just don't like poetry. Boom, <laughs> boom, boom. Bing, bang, boom. Bing, bang, bang, bang. Stop fingering the assholes. <laughs> they did not consent to that. How do you know? Because. They're in my head. You sound like a mental patient at that point. I am. <laughs> okay, so I'm I here. hate poetry, but I probably sent this to Casey. Um, if anything, I think this woman is ten times the poet that Ruthie Carr is. And she knows it. <laughs> she should know it. Um, um, her name is Rachel Wiley. She say it one more time. Rachel Wiley. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she wrote a book called Nothing is Okay, and she has a couple of videos that I've seen on Facebook. Her poems are very long, but mm. her poems are also extremely empowering in the right fucking way. So. I will I interject in and be like, what is empowering for you might not be empowering for other people. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What, so, when did you send them? Uh, probably a, a long time. It's oh. just like 2018. Oh. So. Oh wow, yeah. that was a long time ago. Holy shit, we've known each other for that long. <laughs> I've known him since 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, I wasn't even talking to her in 2017. <laughs> I was, but I was. <laughs> I thought you were like the coolest guy because you seem so smart and so fuck the world. And I was like, I gotta be your friend. I'm just, I have to. Half of that's right. That's, le- that's legit. <laughs> that's legit. <laughs> yeah. I am quite dim. No, you're not. <laughs> Why do you no, think you have to have the windows open behind them? That was that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. I'm on fire today. <laughs> Thank God Abby's driving you home so I don't have to deal with you. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. <laughs> I don't want to deal with me either. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, more about this poet. <laughs> so she has, <clears throat> I want to buy her book, but she has a couple of poems. Like one is about, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> stop opening the window. We're going to listen to this later and be like, what the fuck is she talking about? He, he needs to be brighter. Oh my God. He doesn't. I know what you're doing. I can see it in his glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Just go ahead. Talk about the thing. Oh my God. So she has a couple of poems. Just talk about the thing. And the one is about, like, an eating disorder. The one is about, like, having kids and marriage and love and all of, like, the big fucking shit that you always hear about in poetry. What's the year about fucking love? I like her version of it, though, because it shows the real shit, not the mushy-gushy crap that I like in Colleen Hoover's books. Quick, quick, uh, side side thing. Um, like, real romance, real love shit mm-hmm. it represented in media. Mm-hmm. Uh, marriage Story. Why do I know that? On, it's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Uh, Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver. Okay. Okay. Um, Is it good? I, I loved it. I'll have to watch it. <laughs> I can't wait to watch it again. Is it a movie or a show? Movie. Okay. Maybe yeah. we'll do a coffee at the matinee on it. Yeah. And then yeah. I'll eventually edit it, it was by next great. year. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but, it, like, anybody that's gone through any kind of divorce or relationship issue in their life, mm-hmm. something in that movie will resonate with you. All right. And if you think that Joaquin Phoenix in Joker was a good performance, mm-hmm. 
Which you, I do. you don't fucking know what you're talking about because Adam Driver in this movie is outstanding. Okay. Sweet. Because I don't like Adam Driver in um, the Star Star Wars sequels or whatever. That's not a, that's not fair to look I know. at his career through that lens. Oh, wait, who was he in Star Wars? He's Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. He's the best oh, part of Star Wars. He, he, <laughs> admittedly, okay. yeah, Kylo Ren is the most interesting part of the new trilogy. Yeah, because that's he's right. the, he's the character with like the most potential. I mean, Ray's cool. Okay. She's a she's a boring Mary Sue. Un, but that's literally her character is a boring Mary Sue. Yeah, she does. She gets less boring as time goes on. No, she, she, she doesn't. She but... doesn't get less boring until like the last act of the newest Star Wars. Yeah. Oh anyway, God. anyway, back to this. Yeah. yeah. Go, um, watch Marriage Story. Marriage Story. I'm gonna yeah, have to put. Yeah, I do want to watch that now because I'm I'm curious yeah. about like, like Scarlett Johansson's even divorce. good, and I normally don't like her at all. I and used to like her a lot. I'm just over her now. Once they killed her off in Endgame, you know. <laughs> I was happy about she that. Died. She's been dying a lot in movies. That's okay. Oh, is she becoming a Sean Bean? No, she wishes. <laughs> I'm a saying, like, but that's Sean, same trope. Sean Bond. <laughs> but that, like, same trope. They're just going to kill her off <laughs> all the time. Well, she, she's the mom in Jojo Rabbit. She dies in that. You know? She's just she's she's good die. at dying. <laughs> Good at dying and then not coming back. She's, well, she's not good at acting, so she's got to be good at something. Oh my god. And Oof. yet, somehow, we kind of come back to suicide. Like, every single time. Every time. <laughs> I'm just going to drive her that one home. Um, yeah, so, so, back to this poem. So, am, am I reading this poem from no. her? No, or, no okay. you don't no. have to. So, I, um, well, I would definitely recommend it. Pick, pick a line that you really like. Yeah, or a line or two, and then yeah. just... Dude, I don't know. Or just randomly pick a couple lines. Just, just No, just pick... Pick one line that really knuckles your bean. I'm not gonna pick one line because then I have to watch this whole thing again because it's not like it's not a. Oh, it, it's well not then like a video. you should done right, fucking three, research ahead of time. Three, two, one. Pause it. No. That pulls me to. Uh, yeah. Look two hours talking. later, my roommate Brit. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so no, the whole point of this one poem is it's called um, "Paper Babies," and the whole thing that she talks about is how. You can't put as them in the a rain. woman. What? Can't put them in the rain. Can't get no. wet. As a woman, you're supposed to want to have kids. Mm-hmm. And not every woman wants that. 100%. Right. Me being one of them. So I resonated with this a lot. And she basically says, like, she says something about how she is, is more like a, I, I don't want to say because I'm going to fucking butcher the line and it's a really good line, but um, it, it talks about how her and her boyfriend want to have kids even though she really doesn't and he's like oh well when we have a daughter can we name her marble and she's like it's not the name that bothers me but it's the when it's the name that bothers me (laughs) (laughs) she she says a whole bunch of weird fucking names in it Uh, but like they go to the store to get a pregnancy test because she she misses her period and he's like so excited he's telling the cashier like oh we're gonna have a baby and she's like i'm trying so hard to like, pull the blood up into my face to force a smile and then rush it right back down to my uterus to, like, try mm-hmm. to make myself have my period. And it's just, like, the way that she phrases things is so interesting. And she just talks about how, um, like, everyone is, is, like, spitting threats that she's going to change her mind about having kids. And it's like, mm. no. Yeah. Because I like how my life is. And I like owning these breakable things in my life. And I can't have these breakable things, which right. is open to interpretation for mm. whatever the fuck you mm-hmm. want that to mean. If I have kids, I can't have these things. And then she goes on to say, I want to want to have these kids. 
but I just don't. And that's something that I have to live with. And the way that she puts that all together is just mesmerizing. Uh, well, even you just explaining it, it sounds like a very interesting um, story and like line of events. And I would imagine hearing her words, and you'll have to send that to me. Sure. Um, would be very interesting and then very insightful. Yeah. So, if anything, she's she's ten times what Rupee Car is, for fucking sure. <clears throat> anyway. That's that's my little bit on that. Yeah, say your name one more time and um, the book. It's this way we really drive home that she is much better. Rachel Wiley, and her book is called Nothing is Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, nothing is okay. That's what I said. You're right. It's fine. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, but I just sent it to you, Dave, so you can get it. All right, cool. I'll listen to it while I'm watching the three movies and now Marriage whatever marriage story marriage story <laughs> marriage i was gonna call whatever. it the marriage plot but then i was like i had flashbacks to fucking jane austen let's talk about uh let's talk about that should we <laughs> yeah fuck it why what, not what are we gonna talk about uh more women writers <laughs> oh, jane austen not a fan but i understand what she did i get it I yeah we had, we had an entire class for this David. yeah i know Let's bring that um, back. No, um, well, we were going to talk about what we were reading, right? Yeah, we could, we could do that. Because we're because you're reading a, a woman author right now, and I'm reading a man. I'm reading a shit ton of stuff. You are reading a shit ton. <laughs> Casey has the ability to read multiple books at one time. Not that we don't have that ability, but I don't want it. <laughs> I I we kind of adapted that. We had to have that because yeah. of just the nature of things at school. Yeah, that's true. Especially when. <clears throat> You're doing nothing but English courses or semester. Oh my god, yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. it's... Uh... You have to start juggling shit. Juggling and spark noting and, you know, yeah. a combo of the two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Film <Yeah>. adaptations. <laughs> so Casey and I gave each other books that we had recently finished to read. Um, so I Aww. am reading... I know, we're bitches. Yeah. So I am reading Growing Things by Paul Tremblay. Yeah. It's a collection of his short stories. Yeah, and they're all right so far. I'm like 80 pages in, so I'm not that far in. But uh, no. did I, I marked okay. off in the index what, what ones I like best, right? I did not look in the index. Okay. When you told me that you marked them off, I figured it would be like at the start of each story, and I haven't seen that Oh, yet. no. I, I did it in the index, I okay. think. I probably I think I just put like a little circle or a check mark. Okay, so then I'll have to yeah. look at that then. Um, I've read four of them so far. And we One of the ones we both really enjoyed. Uh, something, about, something about birds. Yeah, it was okay. I liked it. it I wanted more, but yeah. it was it had like a it was very um, cultish, and uh, yeah, there's a journalist inv- that's invited to an author reading and and his <clears throat> ticket for getting into this was it bird skull. I don't think it was just a skull though. I was think, it the whole it bird? Was, it, it was. Oh it no, because he is wearing it. Yeah. Well, at first it was the little one, yeah. and it was real, and then later on he gets this giant one mm-hmm. that I couldn't tell at first if it was, like, legit or not, Yeah. Um, but he made it. He was forced to wear it. He was forced to wear it, and on the inside he talks about how it's, like, almost like a womb mm-hmm. in there, and I thought that was really interesting. He... That's what fucking talent looks like, Ruby! He's got good descriptors. Yes. Um, and then they strip him <laughs> naked, 
And they basically, like, act they out what... They peck them to death. <laughs> huh? They peck them to death. No, they don't. No? No. I thought they did. No. Which one am I thinking of? I don't know. There's one that I'm... Maybe I'm confusing it with another one. Well, with this one, they act out what um, the author, one of his stories was, mm-hmm. which was something about birds. Yeah. Um, and so it was... They didn't give too much detail about it, but it was, like, these four kids and this father, and then... Oh, yeah. At the end of it, like, they are like around the bed mm-hmm. and they're all naked by the way um except in these bird masks and they keep asking him do you want beak or mm-hmm. do you want talons and he's like i want the wings and they were like you can't have the wings yeah. and then like something on the bed is moving under the covers and it, it just it gives the, the feel that like there's cannibalism in here somewhere and there's just or something weird there's, some, there's something not of this world being summoned in this the kind of virtualistic setting yeah yeah. It was interesting. I wanted more of it, but it was good. There, the, I think the second story in there, uh, Swim doesn't care much. Oh, I didn't give a shit about I, that one. I wanted more out of that one. Um, it, it centers around like a recovering meth head. Okay. And she... She lost her daughter. But she abducts her back. But in the background story, <coughs> like that's the, that's the story at the forefront. In the okay. background... There's a fucking monster attacking cities. Almost like Godzilla. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and she's getting her daughter. Huh. Mm-hmm. It was, like, basically, like, stealing her daughter back, and this thing is just coming ever closer to the town that they're staying in. Which, that's all in her head. Yeah. So, you know, I get that. Is it? Yes. Is it? Yes. It's on, wasn't it on the news? Yeah, but that woman was also crazy yeah. who kept saying it and seeing it. Yeah. And then the whole thing was, like, she keeps telling her daughter, it'll be fine, it'll be mm-hmm. fine, it'll be fine. And then she has a gun. Mm-hmm. And so is is the idea that she kills her daughter? Or she kills herself? the monster is real and kills them both? I don't fucking know. Yeah. I didn't care about It's fun. I, I like, he's he's not afraid to take that ambiguous ending. I like those. That sounds deep. Um, there's a couple more in there where it's a lot of kind of, like, journalistic entries. Mm-hmm. Where somebody's investigating a thing and they're reporting on what's happening you're getting more of a picture of their deteriorating mental state and i really like those that one was with the getaway a little bit (laughs) the getaway is fun it was interesting Mm -hmm. i didn't quite understand what was happening though because all of a sudden they were just dying Mm -hmm. or they already died and just their echoes are fading out i suppose it was remember me (laughs) (laughs) that should not have won the fucking oscar no no i shouldn't have been nominated uh anyway (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so I'm reading that, um, and Casey and I did a cough. No, we did a we speak English on um, his other book, Head Full of Ghosts, yes. which we really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would recommend reading that. So I have hopes for this book, and I am very excited to see what Casey thinks of the book I gave him because I texted him when I finished it at three a.m. You did. I was asleep. Yep, which was good because you need to sleep. But no, I was like, I dude, you have to fucking read this book, like, right now. Who needs to sleep? Oh, my God. Sleep Humans. is for the week. I'll yeah? sleep when I'm dead. Yeah. Oh, I'll sleep when I'm dead. I hate that saying. I really do. Like, I just... <laughs> I mean, there's so many hours in the day that are wasted sleeping. Yeah. And then you feel lazy as shit for not doing anything. Yeah, so you just don't sleep, and you don't do anything when you're supposed to be sleeping, and then you're active when you're not supposed to be but sleeping. That's what artificial energy things are for. <laughs> like coffee. Coffee, Red Bull, <coughs> adrenaline shots to the chest. Coffee has no effect on you anymore. 
You're that old, huh? I've been drinking it since I was 12. Jesus Christ. I still don't drink coffee. <laughs> I should have had one today. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, why don't, why don't you tell the readers and listeners about what book you're reading, Gates? I'm which, very excited. Which one? <laughs> Mine. Oh. <laughs> I wrote it. <laughs> That's a lot. Because I'm reading that and seven others. Yes, I know. Yeah. So when you, you gave me Verity mm-hmm. by Colleen Hoover. Yes, I love Colleen Hoover. I love it's her. Another, it's a, so far it's pretty different than what she usually writes. Mm-hmm. But there's still like, there's still like a central female protagonist that's kind of of the mold she usually uses. Yeah, she does normally write from the female perspective. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's more like the the styles and the typings and right. the attitude, personality mm-hmm. that you see repeated a lot. But I'm sure you can agree, though, with all that you've read from her. Even though it's all like the same kind of skeleton, it's very different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, different meat. And that is also talent. <laughs> Believe it or not. It is, it, it is, it is a... A different mood mm-hmm. that she's going for with this one. There's a little bit more mystery to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she tries to do intrigue with some of her other books, mm-hmm. but this one's, like, a legit mystery. The whole point is that there is this writer who is, like, out of a job, basically. Like, yeah. she needs money. She just finished caring for her dying mother. Mm-hmm. And by finish, she me- I mean her mother died. Um, (laughs) and so like the opening page is her walking to this interview and this guy just dies right in front of her yeah he gets hit by a truck yeah right in front of her and like blood gets on her shirt and it's like holy shit what a way to open a book because she was on her way to meet with her publisher right because they had a deal for her because she's in dire straits for money yes very much so but then of course colleen hoover style the guy who helps her with the blood on her shirt and makes sure she's mm-hmm. okay after seeing a guy fucking die. And, like, it's not a big deal or anything because it's New York City. Yeah. He takes her into the bathroom, cleans her up, and he's the one she's meeting with. Yeah. And he has a surprisingly normal name. I don't remember his name. Jeremy. Oh, yeah. Jeremy. Mm, yeah. Jeremy. Because normally Colleen Hoover gives her characters some pretty dumb names. She does. Um, I don't think they're dumb. I think they're very unique. But, like, Lowen... L O W E N. That's fine. And Verity. The kids just have some dumb names too. I forget what they are right now. Harper was one, and that was okay. Harper's fine. I think the other one was like Chastity or, or Charity or mm. something like that. I don't remember. <laughs> but then the boy. What was the boy? His name was like Captain. Poseidon. Something. Yeah, something something weird with a C. Yeah. Poseidon. Colton. No. Colson. No. no. Colton. I think it was Maybe. like one syllable. Cult. I don't remember. Crap, it's really in the bottom of me. It's right, the book's like on my desk right behind us, but I don't I'm, feel like... I'm little... Was it, it crap? No. That's that one syllable rude. and it's a C. <laughs> rude. Wait till you see my bookmark. Crew. Oh, crew, crew, that's right. Look at my bookmark that I'm using in your book. It's don't from... tell me it's that fucking... It's from your favorite movie. Thank you. Oh, you're like 100 pages in. Yeah. Proud of you. I told you I'm a chunk of the way in. Yeah. But like the whole point is that he is married to this amazing writer named Verity. Who's currently a potato person. <gasps> yes. She, like me. No, like she's like legitimately... She's like, a vegetable. Yeah. Oh. Like Terry Shadow. She was in an accident and she... Ooh. I don't know what the accident is yet, so okay. spoilers. I, 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 it's okay. All right. I won't spoil it. So she got, a, she got the big owl. Yeah. 
uh, but there's two dead daughters also involved, and they were twins. Yeah, and the husband is caring for the wife and the son, the the surviving child. Yeah, while Lowen is stepping into Verity's shoes to finish her series of books, mm-hmm. and but to do so, she has to sift through an entire office full of notes and parchments because there's like seven books already in mm-hmm. the series and she has to write like three more and yeah. she gets offered a shit ton of money to do it yeah so she's like yeah i'll do it and so she's current she's she's living with mm-hmm. them right now but in looking through verity's notes she accidentally comes across uh the manuscript for an autobiography and the things you find out yeah so then that they're in that and that's that's an interesting bit where she tries to swap writing styles mm-hmm. because you're as you're reading the book you're reading low and reading the autobiography mm-hmm. and the in colleen hoover tries a little bit too hard to differentiate her style from verities you think so yeah because the sex so. scenes that she's writing for that are goofy but like they're 50 shades goofy i disagree because they're not that detailed they're not that detailed but like they're just detailed enough to be almost silly i i'm without saying anything like, you'll find out why though okay but like there's a bit where she talks about sitting on her husband's face and biting the headboard i told you about the biting the headboard thing <laughs> like, i fucking told you I'm, I'm reading this I'm like this is ridiculous yeah i, I don't what? think anybody <laughs> this is would, ridiculous i don't think anybody would bite the headboard i am you know biting a pillow is one thing and also like don't sit on my face thing. that's how you get pink eye yeah, but people do that. That's I like know. Like, that's how you get pink eye. Stop. Pink eye is some people say. You don't put your eyeball in her vagina. Like... Unless you're into that. <laughs> no, that's, that's, how you, that's how you get pink in your eye. I said pink eye. Yeah, but, like, can you imagine? Um, but the things you find out in, no. in this Can you imagine? You just, she just squats on the uh. face, and then it just opens up, and the suction just pops your eyeball out. <laughs> Beat me up, Scotty. Oh my god, gross, 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 gross. That's fucking nasty. It's not how that's supposed to be. Push it back in, push it back in! (laughs) Fucking gross. But yeah, so I'm excited to hear what he uh, has to say about reading the end of this book. Because believe it or not, sorry, I actually liked the ending of this book. Yeah, that's rare. So that means, statistically, that means I'm going to hate it. Probably. Yeah. It's like that one video with the ping pong balls. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Jesus. Or the octopus. <coughs> yeah, I, can't, I can't believe you searched that up at work. What? I can't believe you searched that up at work. Of course. I was at Applebee's. Who fucking cares? It's true. Yeah. Did we? Fuck did we, Did I tell you about that? No. Oh, the octopus. Yeah. Yeah. We looked at it at um in school. Did we? Yeah. I don't I remember. Mean, it was that. better than in the bathtub. Cup, so. Yeah. 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 We looked at it in uh, uh American Lit One. Okay. That could have really fucked her up. Couldn't it have? Like, uh, you learn, no. you learn right? Well, I mean, like, yeah, it has a, it has <laughs> yeah. a, it has a beak. Ah. But it's it's not like it's not like uh, the species of squid that have hooks on the tentacles. But, like, couldn't they have done... Couldn't they have done something in there? That... I mean, like... Ah. like Scramble She, like she could have prolapsed. Oh, God. Wait, was it in her ass or her vag? It was in her vag. She birthed it out. That's right. Yeah, that's... For reference, <laughs> for reference, um, we're talking about a a video in which an Asian lady is in a bathtub, and an octopus 
over the course of like five minutes, oh. an octopus just kind of wiggles its way out of her. What if she couldn't get it out? No, the octopus would have found a way out. Okay. <laughs> like, have you seen the videos where they're in a jar and they open the fucking jar? But I just felt bad for the octopus. Like, what if he really didn't want to go in there? It's and not they, octopus, like, man. Forced it's him fine. In there. Like, it, it has bones. eight brains. It, it doesn't can consent. Yeah, it doesn't have bones. It's fine. And it got out. <laughs> it got out. There's a predetermined. They, hole. they are clever oh. little things. They are. They're very they cool. They're clever. They're tasty little things. They're oh shitty pets. Yeah, because <laughs> they can escape. Is a gumbo they, episode. they can hella escape from just about anything. Yeah, which is neat. Proven by that video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So another quick side street. <laughs> so, there we go. So, um, the the Pacific giant octopus. Like the big red one you see in yeah. the Camden Aquarium. So it's a Pacific Giants, the biggest one we know of. Mm-hmm. Um, down in the Pacific Northwest. Favorite food of uh, moose. Because because moose like to go swimming. Fair enough, yeah. They like to submerge and go swimming. <coughs> in turn, guess what moose are our favorite food of? Octopus. Orcas. Oh. Huh. Mm-hmm. Funny how the... Huh. The chain works. Uh-huh. I would have never guessed that. Yeah. That's interesting. Fucking orcas. It Good makes job. sense. <laughs> it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they're there. Yeah. You know. And they're, and they're a big fucking meal. And orcas are opportunistic hunters. Oh, yeah. Orcas are great. Mm-hmm. They're, they're terrifying. Whales. I want to ride one. They're not whales. No, they're not. No, they're, um, they're, they're, they're a porpoise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're the largest member of the dolphin family. Cool. K- killer whales or is it an incorrect nomenclature? Another example of Casey <laughs> proving me wrong on the podcast happens every time. Don't be wrong. I'm not wrong. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. Don't be wrong. I was wrong this one time, but every other time, I'm right. I'm man enough to say... That was stupid. But yeah, I'm man I enough to say that, that. Uh, I am wrong sometimes. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I'm not going to be one of those people who says, I'm woman enough. Like, whatever. You know... Right, I'm you, human. You, you can't be woman enough because that's only like three three fifths of enough. <laughs> what, what was the page rate? Oh my god. Anyway, that's fucked. <laughs> if everybody starts thinking like Rupee Car, we will eventually get there. Yeah. I'm shaking my head, by the way. I'm rolling my eyes because of how fucking ridiculous it is. So what I've been reading is mandatory reading, and that's um. The Metamorphosis. That's fun, though. Yeah, it was, Kaf- a, it was Kaf- a good read. That's the one thing of Kafka's I can tolerate. I've been wanting to read it, because I knew it was very short, mm-hmm. and I could get through it quick, mm-hmm. um, ever since that one episode of um, The Magicians, mm-hmm. where Alice oh, yeah. cites it as, like, inspiration. I was like, oh, interesting. And I, I now I get to read it and get creative for it. So, nice. you know. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I hated it, because I thought it was stupid as fuck. One day you just wake up and you're a bug. Fuck yeah. Magic. Dumb. It's a metaphor. And then you die. That's stupid. What's a metaphor? You're going to ask your kids that on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, that's just one joke no one gets. No, I get it. You get it? Yeah, okay. I get it. Do you get it? I don't know. It's a play on words. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's a metaphor? Seriously? <laughs> that is about... What yeah. I expect. That's about where we should end it. It's 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 just like Updoc. What's Updoc? Or Updog. 
Oh, stop it. You're my father. You sound exactly like my father right now. That's the second time this month I've been called a dad. <laughs> I was going to say, like, oh, hi, daddy. And I figured, no, nope, he's going to hate that. And to say, I was going to say the first time was probably for somebody to get an A. Oh. <laughs> oh. Zynga. No. Buzzinga. Nope. No, Dave, Dave, That's copyrighted. Dave, Dave gave him a B. <laughs> B plus. Or he gave him the D. A. Uh, <laughs> no one's ever given me a D. Just you a got C. A D. No, just C's. Really? Yep. Oh, all right. That's good. Anyway, join us on our journey as we continue Struggle City. Um, I meant follow us. I don't know why I said join us. Leave the outro to me. Also <laughs> join us. Join us. Follow us. Follow us. Like us. Love subscribe. Us. Drink um, the Kool Aid. Obsess over us. Tell your friends and family because that honestly, word of mouth for podcasts is the, one of the best ways for us to uh, grow. Absolutely. And if you want to see more content from us, um, help us grow. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell, tell the your random enemies. fucking stranger on the street. Yeah. Tell your frenemies. Tell your teachers. Don't do that. Tell your principal. <laughs> tell your babysitter. Yeah. Tell, tell your, your baby. Tell your teachers. <laughs> tell your boss. Tell them to start with our kink episode. Oh, absolutely. That's a fun one. <laughs> it's a strong one to start with. Or our friendship episode, which is a really strong one to start with. That one's like legit strong to start with. Like we actually got through that one without being fucktards. We got through the kink episode without being fucked hard. We got through uh, this episode without being fucked hard. Uh, I feel like for the most part, we, mo- <laughs> most. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Follow Bye, us guys. On YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. You did all that. Yeah, Instagram, Twitter. Um, keep an eye out on our social media for uh, Patreon. Um. Come harass me on Twitter. Don't harass me. I am I am at Sticky Gumbo Lee. Come harass me. Lee, why the why the Lee on there? Um, cause like, have you ever seen those stupid name generators? Yeah. Where it's like, you know, first letter, birth oh, month. Yeah. So it was for like a what's your blues name? Oh. And yeah. just uh, okay. the, the last part corresponded to Lee, so. And if you cool. feel so inclined to follow me on Twitter, same story. I'm at Baby Puddle. Uh, mm-hmm. Microsoft decided to give me that one. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of stuck. Um, but yeah, check us out. Um, hopefully you'll like this one. Yep. Cool. Bye.